Blast. Is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Then he's, then Are he's, we recording? He's delusional. Dude, you I he became dude, a paranoid. Get this dude suicide note, please. He became a paranoid schizophrenic. All right, welcome. Oh, so okay. We got, so we got, we got memory. We got hold. a couple time. We got a couple moments here. I guess before our guest joins us. Yeah, let's give him a teaser for what's going to come next episode. Next episode, ne not this episode, but the following. episode. I think right this episode we're going to talk about PizzaGate, right? Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. some pizza. So we'll keep it. We'll keep it tight on this episode. Next episode, I happen to have read "Behold the Pale Horse." And my uh, buddy Dave by, came by by Martin Bill Cooper or something, and William Cooper. William Cooper. Bill Cooper. His real name is Martin something Cooper. Anyways. And uh, I read the book. Say and I look about forward to I look forward to reading excerpts from the book and having you tell me what you think. What, what, what I really love, Brian, is that what I really love is that I, I'm going to tell you something. Dave is one of those guys who listens to our show and I get uh, daily text from him about how you drive him crazy with your retard takes. <laughs> and, but he went and he saw you and he goes, dude, the guy is a phenomenal comedian. He's really great. And he like, he just takes you on this journey and he was super impressed. Oh, that's great. And I always say that, that you are one of the best to do it. You're one of the most original Thank you, guys. Buddy. And that's why when you're so, when you're ODing on Down syndrome on the show, <laughs> it's so mind blowing that someone could, you truly are like, almost like this weird kind of like the bizarro idiot savant. But you know where like people are great at like one great thing, like idiot savants, like you're the bizarro version of that where you're just fully retarded about one thing well when i when i go the, the i'm going down the rabbit hole of conspiracies and the more i go down the rabbit hole the more i study the more i realize you guys are all out of your minds oh, like there's, okay there's even okay. less truth than i thought okay okay brian real quick though before hey, we, get we have into to that, get that camera going so much great stuff going on uh i have as you guys know i got uh my instagram got deleted i'm on to my other instagram I'm getting dung for shit that doesn't even make sense. Can you turn on the TV? Can you get the TV going? I know you're trying to hook some stuff up um, to, so we can get memory hold on here. But, uh, I, Brian, I would love for you to see some of the uh, stuff that I've been dung for on Instagram. Literally, sarcasm now is uh, against community standards. I know. I mean, it's... I, dude, if you saw how, like non-threatening these posts are you'd be blown away that these are the like the things i get ding for is hate symbolism wow for promoting uh, uh uh dangerous groups and you see this thing and you'd be like what the fuck is that man do you know who curtis yarvin is uh, I don't know. I have such a, a smart guy curtis yarvin is such a smart guy and he got dropped from his bank 
And all he does, he's a political philosopher. So that's the guy you sent me. So Brian sent me. Did you read? Did you listen to it? It's I really did. Yeah. Brian, what did you like that that guy said? So set it up. Tucker well, Carlson's been. I'm not the biggest Tucker Carlson. No, me neither. Fan, me neither. But he's been like a couple of his videos. Yes. He's really been knocking it out. Yes, he has. And and one of the things about about my my, my issue with Tucker Carlson is that he doesn't necessarily give the other side enough credit, right? He doesn't, he, he, he tends to call, he's a name caller. He categorizes them as, as that's, being, you that's, know, the, that's, that, cable that's, news. that's cable news. And so he's selling a TV show. So there's also like, it's his opinion. And so it, it's very effective because his sarcasm, his debate tactics are very, he doesn't let people finish their sentences when he has people on the other side and all that. So that, that's my issue with that. But but Curtis Yarvin, Curtis, Curtis Yarvin is a Bad really dragon pro. He's oh. a really unorthodox thinker. He's a political philosopher. And so what I like about him is that he kind of will tell you, he'll take you, he'll take you to angles you haven't thought about. So for example, with global warming, whether or not global warming is true or not, I'm not a climate scientist, but one of the things he'll say is that if you are a scientist who says that I'm a Luke global warm. I'm lukewarmist. I'm a lukewarmist or, or maybe it's Go not as, as dire as you said, the Go problem, down. there are twofold problems that you have. You're not going to get fine. You're not going to get funding for any kind of a project unless you say that we're going to die. And two other scientists are going to be like, Hey dude, keep going. You know, you're, you're getting in the way of my bottom keep line. Going. So, so even science can be corrupted and he'll show you how and why. And I, so I, I like the way he thinks and the way he talks. Um, because he takes he takes unorthodox stances and he's very very intelligent. So keep going. I, 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 so my thing is like, what were the things that you liked? He said, okay, real quick, bro. Okay, finish this up. No, don't go down. Go down to those four pictures. Stay there. What were what were the things? Let me finish this thought and then I want to do that one. So will you click on the pictures? These are four pictures that I have been dung for on Instagram as hate speech. Look at this one. The Kool-Aid only works if everyone drinks it, right? That's, That's right. sarcasm. Jim, Jim Jones, yep. Right? It's sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Go next one. I got to... Uh, oh, shit. I thought Grandpa was going to get free. Was it free for a second? Look at it. It's His hand is on his knee. It's his own knee. Oh, shit. Right? Oh, it's shit. It's on his own knee. It's sarcasm. That's great. Dude. That's fucking great. Right? And that does so look, funny. That does look like... Like he's you know, fucking DJ. And it's kind of hot. Right? Yeah. Then this one. You, when you're grasping at straws to keep your government, but you banned all the straws. That's fucking great. That's funny, right? That's great. I got a thing for that. Now go to the next one. CNN praises Taliban for wearing masks during attack. Like those are, it's sarcasm. It's so good. And I got dumb for it. Literally got a violation. Taliban fighters responsibly wearing masks. Right? Unbelievable. So, so the whole notion that, and you hear this from the left, which is really funny, is... That's a private business. They can do what they want, right? But you have these rules. Those really don't violate any of the rules. So first of all, when you say it's a private business, my problem with that is that they are so extensive and powerful that they are, we're getting to a point where there's such a monopoly on information and, and Instagram, which is, is something that all of us need to, to use to it's make like a Jimmy living. Dorf said, they are now a utility. They should be like when you were Like he said, back in the day, like in the seventies, if you want to do business, you had to have a phone. People had to be able to call you. Yeah, hey, you open, you do. Yeah. They it's didn't the say, "Oh, you can't use the phone because you're you're you you're a right winger or whatever." No, it's the same thing, and that's my problem. Is that you know the biggest problem is what do we do about the fact that very few 
powerful entities control all the information. And on top of that, what do we do about the fact that they censor what they don't like? They are trying, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're, they're trying to be responsible and fair, but it, it's we all know that when one entity, one governing council tries to be fair, it's impossible. You, you can't do that with information. So, so you know, th th I, that's probably why they should be, so, well, what is it, internet neutral? You know, like, because if you don't, if, if you don't have them be internet neutral, if you don't have Twitter do that, it gets really sticky. It's impossible for Twitter as a small company to monitor the millions of tweets a day. You, you're just not going to be able to do it. So what happens is you're already going to have a, a pick them and choose them. It's not there. It's, it's literally an impossible task. So, so right, again, Brian, it, the it, problem it, I have with that statement is that it seems to me like it's all one way. Like when well, when does somebody like Sean King? It's always going to be one get, way, right? When do when when do we worry about misinformation when it's coming from CNN? When are they getting right. dinged for well, stuff? Th th there you go. I mean, that's what I'm saying is that you're always going to have one side with all the the with the monopoly of information. So one of the things that Cur Curtis Yarman was saying is why is there no diversity of thought between. Harvard and Yale. Why is there no diversity of thought between the New York Times, the LA Times, the New York Times, Harvard, and Yale? Memory holds, hold on. Why, why is it that all of them are on the same page? Why are they all working together? There is an orthodoxy of thought. And so any, and so those are powerful institutions. And so any diversity of thought is essentially either censored or it's, uh, it's debased. And so you know, th I think that he was talking about how the concentration of thought, the orthodoxy of right. thought is very dangerous because you have a lot of people that have that, that don't have the kinds of experience. The elite, the elite in this country are no longer beholden to anyone, including government. Oh, I because, totally because agree they with that. are the government. That is the that is the fascism that we're getting to. Is memory hold there? Oh, yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, hey buddy. How are you? So is there any picture you could put up other than that? Uh, can we see you? Are we allowed to see? Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt, so I figured I'd stay quiet and let you guys finish up. Yeah, perfect, if you guys got perfect, some to do, I'm good. I'm a patient man. Memory hole. A good-looking <laughs> young man. How old are you? Dude, I'm 30. I just turned 30 I, past June. A, I appreciate it. A good-looking young 30-year-old Italian kid. Brother, you Italian? Where are you? <laughs> you got, Sam says I'm his kid. Yeah, you got five <laughs> years, brother. Five years of just running gun left. And then you hit know, five, 35. You start feeling the hangovers more. Unless you're Brian Kellen and you know how to <laughs> you know how to train. That's all. I'm trying to combat it so I'm trying to combat it so hard, guys. But you know, it is what it is. Dude, I hit it so hard yesterday in the gym. My <laughs> legs were dying. I'm, I was like, I can't. My trainer was like, Shut the fuck up. I gotta more. do that, dude. Uh, I gotta do that. I was I'm, I, I threw my back out a little bit. And Croft McGaugh learning to stop knife attacks. I, well, I want to do that later. My, my ass is sore just from training yesterday. Yeah, of I gotta, course it's How many 54-year-olds do you know who have a sore ass? I got a sore yeah, ass. Yeah, well, you get a sore <laughs> ass after every episode of this because I'm deep in it. Uh, memory <laughs> hold, you've been on my show a couple times. You've been on the Union of the Unwanted a couple times. Yes. You are uh, one of the best of uh, the... Uh, independent researchers out there so you, you know brian and i have been very good friends for a long time and we decided to do a show brian is uh i brian is a very smart guy he just chooses 
to uh, believe in fairy tales. I'm trying to say it's lovable because he is such a wonderful dude. He just refuses to think that there are rich, powerful people that are up to no good. And that the, that is the intention that it, he believes that when things go bad is because things didn't work out. And sure. I, I don't, I don't believe in that at all. Um, well, no, I, 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 I actually think that I, I do think that there are, powerful people that would like to take control. I think one of the things that we're finding in this world and one of the frustrating things is everything is so decentralized, right? So yeah. so there's no, even like that one Curtis Yarvin was saying, the president, Biden, has not got a lot of power. The president is very quickly becoming sort of a figurehead almost, right? Yeah. And we all know that when we vote a president in, whether you're is a Republican or a Democrat, all of us know as Americans that it's not going to have a lot of effect on our daily life. At the end of the day, our government probably doesn't represent us. That that's the larger issue. And also when you want to fight back, well, who are you going to fight back at? Fox, CNN, they're totally on different sides. They're saying they have their own interpretation of reality. You got a lot of guys like yourself who are going, I don't trust any mainstream media, so I'm going to go down the rat, the YouTube rabbit hole, et cetera, right. and try to find my own truth. And we see this with COVID too. It's like you got regular people going, well, wait a minute, masks don't work. I'm looking at the microns and this doesn't make sense. So we're all doing this. So all of a sudden you get these, you get rogue news, you get Alex Jones and you get everybody else who's interpreting their own reality. So none of us really know where to look. Brian, real quick. Flailing. Yeah, real we're quick. flailing. And that's a real problem. It but worries now I'm going to let memory hole go crazy. Listen, but <laughs> the, the truth of the matter is, is like, Brian, you go, it's very interesting because your, your view of legacy media versus view of independent journalist. It's like you, you, the way you interpret how they act is kind of, a big problem in the country to be honest with you, because you look at like Fox news and CNN and MSNBC, no matter how much they're wrong and they're wrong all the time. You, I agree. It's with like, you, you look I'm, at them as this kind of brand of excellence. And then no, the way I, 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 I don't, on, I don't, on. I don't. And then the way you describe Alex Jones as like this rogue thing. When I would tell you Alex Jones batting average is destroying CNN and MSNBC and Fox News batting average. It's just a fact. If you took Alex Jones' name off of what he said, you'd be like, this guy's calling th 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 that's less. Of the, that's less the point. That's less of the point I'm trying to make. What, I, what I'm trying to say is, is that- our yelling? Yes. But I, I, that's less of a point. My, what, what, I, what I'm worried about, actually, is that- as for me, as somebody who reads the Wall Street Journal, as an the Economist, uh, I'll read. I I get news, Apple News, and all this shit. I actually don't know what's really going on. I really yeah. do worry, but I, and I really worry again that for a thousand reasons, I, I worry about how information itself is being controlled by a by by four companies. I mean, yeah. if you look at Twitter and you look at YouTube and you look at Instagram and you look at, you know, TikTok, and if you look at where this news is coming from, there is a narrative. And always in history, the person or the group that controls the narrative, that controls the story, yeah. uh, is the winner for at least a while. And a lot of times you need a long time and you need history to actually see what was really going on, right? Nobody That's knew it, how yeah. many people Stalin was actually killing. In fact, exactly. for a long time, the New York Times was apologizing for Stalin. And, and, and then right. we have these independent archivists and historians who actually go and look at the archives, who speak Russian, who go there and go, holy fuck, right? So, yeah. so I'm curious about young men like yourself. And, and, and there are a lot of, lot of them 
that are going down this rabbit hole. And it stems from, and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong, it stems from a deep distrust of the things you're being told in the mainstream media or where all of us get most of our information. And it's because you guys just don't trust the powers that be, because at the end of the day, it's too centralized. They're too beholden to ratings. They're too beholden to money. Right. Would that be yeah. a fair assessment? That's a fair assessment for a lot of young men because I've seen it myself. I'm a little bit of a different story. This is just an anecdotal story. I used to be staunchly against most of the things that I look into now. And for whatever reason, the only reason I started looking into any of this, I mean, aside from like the typical 9-11 was an inside job type of stuff, I was privy to that. But if you were to actually press me on the details as to why, I wouldn't be able to know exactly. So there's definitely that level of distrust slightly where I knew they had the capability to lie and have that centralized power to uh, dissuade the public from looking into certain things. Really what broke me was finally just getting tired of hearing about these leaked fucking emails. And I'm like, let me just sit down and look into them. Let me actually see what these people are talking about. And when I managed to sift through the schizo nonsense and actually see the small group of people that were really going about this reasonably and airing their grievances to the powers that be, whatever you might call them, because I went in completely blind. I, it was like Spanish to me. And I went out to debunk it. And I found that I was having increasing issues debunking everything they were saying. I was able to get rid of a lot of it, but at least... I was able to understand them more in why they were asking. So you read, did you read all the emails that you're saying? Yes. Yes. So back in October of 2016, when the whole Podesta stuff was coming out, that's what got me where I just was sick of hearing about it. I was like, what is all of this? Right. Because I was against, you know, Trump. Uh, I was against a bunch of things, you know, and I was kind of laughing at, you know, the previous me would have been laughing at the present me, you know, and just completely casting them off. But it wasn't until I sat down and just said, what are these guys talking about? Let me hear them out. So I'm at least better equipped to shoot them down. That's when I started getting a little concerned because I couldn't shoot them down. So before angle. we, before we move forward in of 2016, course. what were you hearing? And then what was it that got you, what were you hearing that you didn't believe? And then what was it that you read that got you a little bit more in the camp of maybe there's something to this? Sure. So the first thing was I was unaware of like the historical precedent for the ideas of, let's say, false flags. I didn't know there were false flags in the past. Now, I know that's going a little bit way out there, but there are actual moments like the Gulf of Tonkin where these things occurred that I just had no idea about. You know, when people throw around the idea of mind control, right? Now, I don't know if they perfected it or anything like that. I had no idea that such a project even existed. So I found that the fact that I was writing those people off and then I turned out to be wrong, that indeed there were projects even looking into it. That's what got me concerned. And that's what allowed me to start looking into these emails. So primarily what really got me was seeing our work uh, come to fruition in live time. So for instance, uh, I'll give you one example where we found evidence in those emails of um, the debate questions being given to Hillary early. Now, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive, number one, to find. And number two, that ended up breaking on the news and people lost their jobs because of that. People got in trouble because of that. And I had to sit there and reflect saying, I was reading those emails last night and now I see the very same people that were looking into them and trying to get it trending on social so media. So what happened? So, so, so th were there actual emails 
where Hillary was getting the questions or were they just hinting that she would get them somewhere else? I doubt they yeah, put them so, in an email. Yeah, they weren't. I, if I recall correctly, they weren't like the questions laid out, but it had something to do with Donna Brazil was mentioned in them. And she was the one that ended up getting in trouble for exactly that. And if I, I can't give you all the names, but there is even more people that had just sort of broken, not crimes or anything, but like broken some rules and right. maybe lost some jobs because of it. So when I saw that come true, I was like, okay, now I'm in this territory where like, maybe not everything these wackos are saying are, are false. And now- And to me, to be to fair, decide. to be fair, a lot of those were already being aired on Fox News, right? I mean, Fox right, News yeah. itself was sort of in the conspiracy camp that Hillary Clinton was corrupt, that uh, Donald Trump was saying it, and also that they were- they, So mainstream media actually was- reporting on the fact that did she get the questions ahead of time, right? Right, right. Okay. As far as I know. And then what happened past that was where you find some of the other emails that are that are questionable. But it's not just the emails, though. It's digging into the people behind it. So I guess to put it like uh, shortly is I'm introduced to these emails. I start seeing these people making these not assumptions, but these these hypotheses. And I'm seeing some of them come true. So that got me on this on this rabbit hole, so to speak, of looking back at the historical precedence of these things existing, such as a false flag, such as these really wacky ideas that I didn't even know existed. I had no idea that half of this stuff even existed. I'm talking about the real confirmable type of stuff. So, so, so one of the things to piggyback on that is Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, if right. you saw the movie, you know, they, when I watched it, I went, damn, the CIA is pretty ingenious, right? It was pretty wild the way they found them out. Guess what? The yeah. the writers of that movie uh, were 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 they they thought they were talking to the CIA and the CIA were breaking rules by telling them and the, the top and the seals. And what it turns out was that they they were and, and, and there was even the thing where they got in trouble and stuff. Guess what? The CIA, whoever they were talking about, they gave them all. They, they came up with that story. That's not at all how they caught Saddam Hussein. It was so awesome. It was such a fucking head fake. All of us yeah. watched the movie and go, this is how they did it. And then it turns out yeah. that the actual writers of the CIA is not going to tell the fucking Hollywood writers. Exactly. They're not going to tell them. It was such a genius head fake. Yeah. Yep. It's just a, and that's how like the nature of a psyop works. You know, it's sure. like you can either completely you know, just kind of fake the entire thing for better or for worse, yeah. by the way, you know, perhaps there's actually legitimate reasons, national security or otherwise. Sure. And not that I'd ever promote lying, but I'd rather someone lie before a bunch of people lose their lives. You know what I mean? But then it's like you have like the sort of mix and match where it's like, you know, there's a little bit of truth and then we're going to wheel the narrative around it to make you guys look like schizos. You know, and that's kind of why I look at the QAnon stuff and what frustrates me is like, you have that come out and it sort of really takes away from people that are just asking questions. And I don't, I don't really want to live in a world where asking questions is, is a bad thing. And that's why I sort of stepped into the role I do where I'm not so much trying to convince people that, you know, everything is real. I'm just trying to help them not hate people like me. I'm trying to articulate in an adequate way. This is why they're asking questions. I'm not saying I believe them or what they're saying is true, but 
can't you see this is why they're asking questions and the media will never objectively put forth the conspiracy theorist perspective right because that would just be i don't know too threatening to their narrative it would be too destabilizing whatever it would be we could speculate back and forth about that i'm just trying to provide a voice of reason to the people who might not just be able to articulate it so well you know because a lot of these cute people will go out and say they're eating babies in the basement they're doing this i don't know maybe they are but we can't prove that but I can at least give you adequately and articulately the reasons why they're at least bridging on that as ridiculous as it might sound. And I even hate to use that. Again. Yeah, because I worry, I worry though. <laughs> yeah. I, I worry about that because, you know, we do have to live in a world with evidence and we have to, and, right. and, and measurable evidence because what happens sure. is the, the biggest, the, the, the problem with the conspiracy theory, the, the, and when you say conspiracy theorists there's so many and they're they're all different camps so you want to be right. careful about lumping everybody in because i i look at a lot of conspiracy theorists like yourself as just young men who are like i don't fucking trust this shit and and also this it it, it, it there is a lot of information out there it's easy to go down the yeah. rabbit hole what i worry sure. about is that you, you have to be careful about where it's coming from and also, and that's hard to trace sometimes. And oh, also yeah. you have to be careful about taking that and running without evidence because people do get fucking harassed and, oh, and, yeah. and it really becomes destructive sometimes and dangerous. So we, we have to be, we have to be responsible to evidence. I agree yeah. with that, Brian. Uh, but you know, I, that's from one side. I mean, like, look at what happens to whistleblowers who come out with information and how they just get annihilated. And we're like so concerned that like politicians might be harassed. <laughs> well, like like Julian Assange rots into jail, right? So like, that's my whole thing. It's like, it's like, you know, you want to play by by some rules that the other side won't play by. And I'm not saying anarchy and burn everything no, down. Saying, That's no, not my it, but it's like no, you're, it's like, like we want to show them. We're showing them a adult like uh, adult um, treatment that they're not showing other people. Well, I think that you know, and as an example, is Edward Snowden. I always think about like you know, Snowden. Snowden took huge risks, and you can say whatever you want about the guy, but the guy the said that the N. SA is breaking the the law and oh, yeah. and 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 your they can use your phone to spy on you and all that stuff. I would like to know about that stuff. I yeah, I, I do worry. I do worry that this war on terror, quote unquote, that's been going on for 20 years and 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 all credit due to the fact that we haven't had another 9/11 on this on our soil, but but this war on terror has also ushered in and Newsweek did a two two year investigative thing, and I'm not a big Newsweek guy, but Newsweek did a two year investigative um, project where we have an invisible army of about ten thousand people who are don't wear uniforms and are not very easily tracked, and there's a secret army. There's a Jason right. Bremus sent me this. Yeah, and yeah. and and yep. holy shit, dude! Like that's the stuff yeah. I worry about. And what yes. I worry about is government not only getting too big, including the security apparatus that is government. I also worry about technology that it can read your face and monitor you twenty four seven. Oh yeah. I worry about Absolutely. laser beams that can that can check your heartbeat. Oh, I thought you were going to talk direct and, energy and, weapons and, there. And that, well, laser excited. beams can check your heartbeat and they can signature that it's exactly you. So you're not wearing yep. a disguise. And on top of that, I also worry about the anonymous unaccountability of this surveillance industry. 
yeah. that is private and public. And there's a lot of money in that. Okay. Where, whereas it now Absolutely. they're trying to create a network of cameras using dash cams, ring, uh, government cameras, so that wherever you are, they can always find you. And I'm Absolutely. very worried about that stuff, and all of us uh, should be. scares me too. Yeah. yeah. And, and just envision, if you will, like we know what the NSA is capable of, just based on alone what Edward Snowden has put forth. That's not even taking into consideration what they're doing now. Yeah, that was eight years ago. That he didn't reveal. That was a while ago. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost been a decade. Now, I like to put it forth to people because they say, oh, well, I've got nothing to hide, nothing to fear. That's kind of what they want you to say, because yeah. as you keep saying exactly. that, you're building this infrastructure and it, getting better at yeah. the day and you may not have something to hide you. or something to fear but if you're in the way with that kind of right. thing they can they can they can make you they can create reasons yeah. for you to be in jail well, this yeah, is this, this is history history has showed this over and over again okay exactly. okay yeah. so, now you two have exactly. touched dicks for okay fucking no no 10 no, no so let's get back to <laughs> yeah let's get back let's, to what your what is your what what is your position now what are you warning us about what do you think is going on we were going to bring you on to talk because i go hey memory hold are uh, do you th are you can you come on and talk about quote unquote Pizzagate. I hate that term, sure. but I people know. know what we're talking about when I say that. So sure, exactly. Take us down, take us, where do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, I could just start at the beginning, right? And as I said, the first thing I want to say regarding that topic is asking questions is not the same as leveling allegations to someone directly, right? So I do believe, let's take the Jeffrey Epstein situation, for example. I, is it? Can we agree that it might be fair to take a best friend of Jeffrey Epstein for years and perhaps wonder whether or not they might have known something or, or been involved? Now, guilty by association isn't always the thing, right? You can be friends with someone and not know at all what they're doing. However, we've seen in cases like Prince Andrew, like Bill Clinton, where nothing has really happened to them, but the media is covering them full, full on, right? Because of their close relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, despite not having like this bona fide, throw the cuffs on him type of proof. The same goes with anyone in the vicinity of human traffickers and confirmed, by the way, confirmed human traffickers and confirmed pedophiles. And what we have here and what I was very surprised to see is in this Pizzagate, and you're right, Sam, I, I fucking hate that term too, but like you said, it's the most recognizable. What you can do is you can trace the people that are involved or that come up in the whole Pizzagate thing, whether it's through the emails themselves or through their Instagram, social media sphere, or their friendships or their foundations, right? And the general group that they hang with, you can trace them back to a lot of these people that have been arrested. So like, let's take a look at who's been arrested since 2016, uh, upward to 2020. We've got Nexium, you know, with Allison Matt Keith Rainier. We've got John of God in Brazil, who might've been providing children to wealthy families across the world, but at the very least uh, assaulted and raped over 500 women under the guise of being a faith healer. We have Jean-Luc Burnell, uh, a partner of Jeffrey Epstein. Ghislaine Maxwell, another partner of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I think I mentioned Peter Nygaard. Who else do we have? Uh, Harvey Weinstein, right? So all of these people have mutual friends. And my question is, what doesn't be, what doesn't get brought up in the whole Pizzagate thing is, I just want an explanation as to why they repeatedly befriend these types of people. You know, that's my main thing, right? It's not so much about like 
code words in the emails or, or, or something like that. I want to know why that pizza guy, right, James Alifonis, I want to know why his lawyer was on the same orphanage as an actual human trafficker or someone that was arrested for human trafficking, Laura Silsby in Haiti. And of course, Laura Silsby is connected to Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. I mean, they thought it was important enough to expedite her court hearing and give her a slap on the wrist. So when you bring Pizzagate onto the news with Alephantis and they show his Instagram images and say, oh, that's my goddaughter. There's nothing to worry about. Those weren't really our questions. We, we don't care if you have a basement or not. That I want to know why you're connected with this lawyer that actually worked for a human man you know you know what though dude now you're getting that's a very scary thing that you're doing because my god we can do that with everybody i mean honestly like so so harvey weinstein is a classic example okay harvey weinstein if you were in the business you wanted to be part of that ecosystem wait hold on listen i'm telling you this hold on hold on hold on what real quick because Brian, what you're doing right now is it's literally you're you're straw manning it right no, I'm now. I'm not. You totally no, are. I'm hold not. on, hold on. Yes, you are. And the reason you're doing that because you haven't even heard what the connections are. You've already assumed you know the connections. He just said he doesn't. But he, he doesn't, doesn't. He hasn't told you what the connections are. He has not stated what these connections are. You are acting like it's like people grabbing coffee or working on a movie. You don't know what his connections. What I am saying, Sam, is that when you see somebody, first of all, when you use the word, the term friend, nobody in this business Brian, is friends. you have to hear They're the not connection friends. before you yeah. understand yeah. what the friend is. That's my whole thing. If at the end of it, he goes, these guys are connected here, 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 and here with this, this, and this. And if at the end, you act like it's it's like uh, uh, you, uh, like two people working on a movie. You didn't that- let me finish what I was saying. So, so what I'm trying to say is that I get very worried about, you can draw connections with people, right? There's that six mm-hmm. degrees of separation with everything, right? Sure. And so oh, yeah. we see a lot of this. And so what I'm, what I, I was trying to use a very strong example, which would be Harvey Weinstein. I, right. I, I'm telling you my own experience. I happen to know I, my girlfriend back in the nineties, I'm still in touch with was one of the first girls to come out. I think the first girl to come out against Harvey Weinstein. And I remember right. her telling me that story. I also remember, I, I can tell you, I remember without going into names, very famous actresses that he did the same thing too. What he would do is take his clothes off. He would say, hey, give me a massage, take his clothes off and chase you around the fucking thing. And I know super famous actresses who played that game and then ones that didn't. Okay. Right. And yeah. there, and there, and, and on top of that, my dad, um, he tried to get money from a company my dad was running. And, and he said, and a famous director said to my father, do not tell him your son is an actor in Hollywood because mm. he can ruin his career with one phone call. And, right. and, and I, and then on top of that, I have two friends, one a writer and the other director who, who were working with him. And I remember that I've never forgot this. They went, I go, what's going on with the Harvey Weinstein thing? This is way before anything. And he go, they go, they go, he's a fucking liar. He just lies. They, and yeah. they were so, and I remember me not having anything to do with him. I went, well, that everybody knows he's a bad guy and everybody knows he's a scumbag. The thing about the, the Miramax company was that they were so goddamn good at what they did. Everybody wanted to be part okay. of it because he could make your career. So when you have a guy like Harvey Weinstein, he knew and remember, was he, the Miramax needed financing for their for their movies. So my own father was my yeah. own dad was solicited by him 
and but Harvey would have turned it down, right? Yes. Well, no, I, I can't remember what the situation was, but but and yes, and he had he had. Um, Okay. I think it was Bloomberg call yeah. my dad. So he would have a politician call somebody. So I had real personal right. experience. So I just want to tell you this, that when you have a guy like Harvey yeah, Weinstein, but, hold on, he knows so many powerful people because he put himself in that position and he was a powerful person. And it becomes sure. a web of money. Yeah. So you can't do a movie without knowing financiers. Well, Brian, Brian, you know? Brian, the problem with your thing is that one, your example is your father. And from all accounts, your father decided not to work with him. What we're talking about is people who have shown consistent to work with the same people with connections to fucking bad people. I understand, people. but also you, when you're making money off your relationships with certain, some of these people, you got to remember somebody like Harvey Weinstein was a scumbag, but God, he made a lot of people money and God, he was a good guy to be in yeah, business Brian, with. We all you know? find out that all these people knew he was doing it. People who actually worked with him. We see video of video, people talking about- I love about when people how, say that though, Sam, because a lot of people don't know his- like, But they, a lot of people all, do, but, Brian. But a lot of people were like this in Hollywood. Like, we, I knew. We Brian, all, I knew. Brian, do you think Oprah? Do you think Oprah is like just a, a a fucking giant happy person who happens to be insanely rich and insanely but, but, fat? But let's not go into that. What I'm trying to say, uh, Sam, is that like all of us knew, even me, who's not, a, I wasn't a player. I knew what a scumbag Harvey Weinstein was, right? Right. right but right, we also yeah. knew he was so powerful because his track record was crazy when it came to movies. Right. That's all I'm trying to it. say. So no, I so, get what you're so saying what, because when you're at that yeah. level, there's not a lot of people that are players in that level. Exactly. So going to be right. Uh, right. Hold on. Trust, I totally understand me, what I, you're I saying, memory hole. Just hear me out. So no matter what you do in LA, you will eventually go to somewhere Let's say Carney's, right? Which is my favorite place to get a hamburger. <laughs> I'm sure if you did enough research, some shady shit. Exactly. Some serial killer used to eat there exactly. or some guy used to diddle people. Exactly. So you could sit yeah. there and say, oh man, that guy went to Carney's. So let's be honest here. I got that when I worked at the Standard Hotel. Andre Balage was friends right. with uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein. And because I was a grunt there who did morning valet, everyone's like, yeah. what is he know i totally get because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what brian's talking yeah, about yeah but i yeah. believe and maybe i'm wrong and i can't put and i would love for us to allow you to talk okay <laughs> don't worry about yeah, that yeah, okay. that you are talking about people who have way closer connections consistently yeah and i look it does vary because there's both sides out so number one sam i can that would be something i don't even bat an eyelash you being a grunt worker at the standard hotel is is not even grounds for suspicion in my opinion because no one at that level would know anything and by right. the way that's 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 assuming that truly shady i do a joke about there. a memory hole i go you know you know how you keep a satanic pedophile ring going you don't tell the <laughs> val morning valet who does stand up in the main room at the comedy store about it yeah yeah let's keep it real quick to the chest oh first day of work let me uh let me go yeah. bring you in here's where we drink quick. the baby blood what do you mean I you know. got a show tonight so so, 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 so memory hole can i say this uh can i ask yeah. you a question so sure. it, so one of the things about the epstein thing that i saw and all that is that the idea that powerful men like powerful men want to want to bang girls like where where there's an island where i can go and have sex with all these gals uh, right. It's so not surprising to me. It's not even remotely but surprising what we're that there are orgies and all that. So what is it that right. what is it that you guys are actually researching? So <laughs> the main thing here is all of those people I just mentioned are apparently isolated incidents. Is that's how they paint them? They paint 
All of these people as isolated instances, none of them are connected to each other. When in reality, now I know this can go back to your argument, but hear me out for a second. When we've got people that are visiting John of God that are also visiting Harvey Weinstein, when Harvey Weinstein is also being uh, supplied his uh, corporate intelligence agency to suppress these claims by the former prime minister of Israel, that's also really close and tight with Jeffrey Epstein, while another friend of Harvey Weinstein is visiting a sex trafficker in Brazil. It's like a rotating cast and crew where, yes, they could be brushing shoulders nonstop with each other, but I just find it hard to believe that. I mean, let's, let's, I guess I find it hard to believe that, yeah, sure, Oprah is close with Harvey. Not a big surprise. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe she did, and she just decided to ignore it. Uh, both are kind of questionable to me because, like, as you said yourself, everyone knew Harvey was a douchebag. So you could take Oprah and say, okay, either she was blind as a bat or she was willfully going along with her friendship with him while also promoting a sex trafficker in Brazil that wasn't even really known until she had him on her show, John of God. Now, then you've got people that are friends with Epstein, like, like Naomi Campbell, that is well known on the record. Now, I'm not going to say Naomi Campbell knew what was going on 100%. I'm just stating the fact she was close with Epstein and Ghislaine. You know, she's on the flight to John of God to visit John of God, right? So I'm just saying these people have a tendency for one reason or the other to either have really bad luck, you know, to just be brushing shoulders with these types of people or, you know, just, just that's the way it works. Can I, float, can I float a, question. can I float a theory? I have a conspiracy sure. theory I have about Jeffrey Epstein and John <laughs> yeah. about for real. Of course. What if I said this to you? And I want to know if you guys are in this camp. <clears throat> sure. Um, Jeffrey Epstein's a construct and Jeffrey Epstein was working for an intelligence agency or a couple. Jeffrey Epstein also had access to uh, not only children, but also certainly children like who are, I don't know, 14. I mean, the air traffic control guy in that island said they were, he saw like 13, 14 year old girls. Let's just oh, say yeah. they were 19. I don't know how old they were. John of God mm -hmm. clearly was there. There was some pedophile going pedophilia going on there. Um, right. So so let's just let what if and this is a very cynical thing. What and I'm not going to say what intelligence agency it was, but right. there are certainly intelligence agencies that would use a guy like Jeffrey Epstein to get very powerful people in positions, compromising positions with children or just women That's and, the idea. and video them on this yeah. island. Because you don't know when you walk into a room, you, you think the Mossad yep. or whoever it might be couldn't get you on camera having sex Easily. with. OK, so. So is it is this a conspiracy that you guys are looking at in terms of this was used as high level blackmail to get people like Clinton, to get people like Prince Andrew, whoever it might be, I don't know, sure. and get them in position so that there was leverage if they needed, they could say, you can you better you might want to vote this way or do this or, oh, by the way. We've got your brother in this situation. We've got, you know what right. I'm saying? So that yeah. to me, is that, a, is that a conspiracy or is that something you guys agree is a very strong possibility? I think it's a very strong possibility. And in fact, I'd go you know, further than that, where what's the definition of a conspiracy? Most people are conspiring to do this, mm -hmm. right? And it's not like this hasn't happened in the past. You have Operation Midnight Climax, which was a CIA operation that basically- the finders. Began Right, the finders cult, possibly CIA connected as well. There's documents about that on the record. They never stated outright that the CIA was. But if you have to question whether, uh, you know, is the police saying, hey, we got to check to see if the CIA was involved in the yeah, sex yeah. trafficking yeah. cult, like totally normal shit. Right. So that tells me that there's a precedence there. 
with Midnight Climax, we do have that was basically where they invented in a way or really was the forerunner of sexual blackmail that's proven on the record. It was a sub project of MK Ultra, and that was back in like the 60s, something like that. So, Brian, what you're saying, I think it's right on, on the dot. Now, there's no way to really tell who, like, as you said, who exactly it is or for you know what the leverage might be. But being as it involved Epstein and look, all you have to do is look at the Maxwell family. Robert Maxwell wasn't even just working for one agency. I mean, there's credible allegations. You can find this on Wikipedia, for God's sakes, you know, as an authoritative source, so to speak, that he was possibly a double agent working maybe with the KGB, working with uh, Mossad, maybe the CIA here and there. Sure. Who's to know? Sure. And um, I think you're really on the right track. So, well, why, why was he? Why, I mean, we have no record. He bought that house in, in th- that house in, in Manhattan for a dollar. Or if I mean, yeah, and 10 bucks. Les Wexner, Think yes, about that from, for a second. Wexner was also a guy who closed who had, down 52 us, uh, yeah, uh, right, Victoria's Secret yeah. shows. So real right. quick. Well, that brings us back to Naomi Campbell, right? I mean, what? who is Naomi Campbell? Well, she's a Victoria's Secret model that's visiting a sex trafficker in Brazil while hanging. Or, or she was banging Jeffrey Epstein. Or or she was she banging him. You know, there, there's no, b- b- believe, please believe that Jeffrey Epstein was having sex with lots of top models. You know, oh, that yeah, guy I'm was, sure. a, that guy was 100% banging his way. He was having a good old time. Well, you know, there's you also know. pictures that, uh, of Naomi, Naomi Campbell with the young lady that has made accusations oh, that she was getting right. fucking trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. That's One of the right. women who are suing Ghislaine Maxwell right now. We see Naomi Campbell in pictures with her. It's kind of what's going on with Saturday Night Live right now, right? Yeah. So, so I, I listen, all that stuff is, is great. What I want, I, what I would love to focus on right now, if it's possible, is like, the Pizzagate, which is, uh, you know, you brought up all of um, uh, James Alfontis's Instagram. Who is stuff. that? Who is that? Okay, okay, we'll get into that. I want to get into the shooter, who his dad was, who, connections, and all that stuff. Because you brought up some really good stuff about who his lawyer was, what pizza place they owned right now on the same block. All this right. stuff, the logo in the pe- yeah. best of pizza, all that stuff. Right. So if we can get into sure. that, we can answer all Brian's questions. Yeah, absolutely. So basically the way it started was we didn't so much find this Alephantis guy first. Now, Alephantis is the owner of Comet Ping Pong, and he unfortunately became the face of Pizzagate. He's the guy that was paraded in front of the media, and he was nice enough to address our questions for whatever reason it was important to Well, because he was getting so harassed. Clear his name, yeah. clear his name you know? <laughs> yeah. But before that, before that, we on the internet, right, crowdsourcing this research or whatever it was, we didn't want to focus on him that much. We wanted to focus on Haiti because we pegged his lawyer as being complicit with uh, Laura Silsby's orphanage that was therefore connected to Clinton. So what we then found was FBI documents, right? That was about pedophilia, how they organize in groups and how they communicate with one another. So you might have heard rumors about FBI uh, pedophile symbols. Now it sounds outlandish, but those are 100% confirmed fact. This is a 2007 FBI document that you can uh, pull up yourself. And the way they work is there's about four different symbols and they decide basically what the predilection is, right? So a spiral triangle would indicate a boy lover, right? A a pedophile that 
likes little boys. Uh, a spiral is a girl lover. And you can find websites and forums online still operating to this day that use those logos. Now, we also have popular internet slang from the late 90s, early 2000s, cheese pizza, the acronym being CP for child porn. So when someone's looking for child porn, they say cheese pizza, right? Yeah, but so I've ordered many cheese pizzas, dude. Yeah, and I everyone know, likes cheese right? pizza. Oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, so, I like right. cheese pizza, guys. So you know, hey, everybody, yeah, so I actually love them. Guilty. Yeah, you only get. Let him go. Right, let him go, go ahead, and then go. you can do all Jesus. your your all like, right. your shucking no, and jiving. Ridiculous, but regardless of how ridiculous it sounds, it doesn't change the fact that it's true. It does make it difficult, though, to determine what people are talking about, right? So this is what sparked the interest to even look into this elephant, this guy to begin with. But what we found was they were being disingenuous about who Elephantus was. Now, this is the main one of the main keys here, because if there was truly nothing to see, it's the fact that they paraded him in front of the media and they painted him as a, as a lowly pizza shop owner, when in reality, he's quite the opposite. He's a multi-million, multi-millionaire, and he brokers million-dollar art deals and auctions, and they weren't honest about that. They could have told us about that. And when we we're introduced uh, to his friends and his social circle, there was a lot of different imagery that kept going back to, number one, the pedophile symbols, we saw that in the bands that, you know, uh, played at his uh, played at his location, his comic ping pong pizza shop. But again, those are only symbols. So you see how this is within the realm of coincidence here. But those coincidences. Is that his real name, James Alfontis? Right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as far as we know, but I, look, here's the thing. We don't, you know, there's not much record of, of his early life. So we, we, who knows, right? Who knows? But I don't have a record of any other different name change, but he could have changed his fucking name. It's hard to say. And then what goes on from there is uh, we keep finding his social circle uses, like they have bands playing at Comet Ping Pong. They all use these pedophile symbols and not even close, like, uh, like, kind of like similar. I mean, they're identical. They're the same. So let's take a law enforcement officer that's trained, that's briefed on how to identify pedophile symbols. That would be something that they actually look at, right? And what becomes problematic is the sexual innuendo towards children that those same bands use. So now not only do you have the pedophile symbols being used, whether it's by accident or not, what you have after that is sexual innuendo towards children so again does that prove guilt absolutely not no absolutely what proves not. guilt is seeing is is actually catching somebody with child pornography on, on their computer Brian, or having that's a child talk. that's true talk. now that would be a different case if i was saying these people were guilty right so right now we're just asking questions that's the main thing and that's where people get hung up is they suddenly want to stop when in reality what would happen is if you're a law enforcement officer that might pique your interest because this would be something that law enforcement agencies know about being as it's from a law enforcement agency uh <laughs> document and really what happens is when you balloon outward from these singular group of people you get connected to all of the sex traffickers and you know people like harvey epstein galane they're connected to them whether it's through mutual friends or otherwise all while sexual innuendo towards children uh pictures of just just these weird pictures uh, you know it's arts but it's 
I, I don't know how many people can really collect, you know, pedophile type art, uh, children that are naked. I mean, Tony, you, you guys the, sound, like, you know, you know, memory hall, you, you know, you're, you're looking at symbols and art now. And so I guess right. I got to be really careful with you guys about the kind of fucking <laughs> yeah, right. art I put on my wall and the symbols. And this is what yeah, I'm talking right. about. It's, 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 it's called, you know, you guys are all like now deciding that somebody is, and you're saying they're not guilty. You are. And what you're doing is oh, you guys really? are building a Brian, case. You're building a case. And that's why, hold on, and that's why, that's why I got like this that's is why being this harassed. That's driving me nuts. You haven't even let him talk, I've been man. listening to him talk, Sam. Go on, you keep going. You're not, yeah, I guess, man. So keep you going. You jumped him on everything. So keep going. I guess uh, what I'm saying is when you have all of that piled up together, but then you're actually able to tie them to, to, repeatedly, friends of, or not even friends, but they're partners, they're, they're paying, they're hanging out with sex traffickers and pedophiles, that's where I have an issue. And that's where I felt like they were being disingenuous, where they didn't ask those questions. If he truly wanted to address our questions, why did he answer only the questions none of us had, is, is my question. He was purposefully using straw man tactics to evade the real questions that we had, such as why was he important enough to be visiting the White House? You know, within But why hours, does he have to answer your questions? Because I, he felt like doing it, I guess. But no, but I'll to. tell he you why. Went up voluntarily. I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are doing this, and he's getting so much fucking harassment in his business to the point where somebody came in with a gun. Is that fair? Okay, can we get is into the gun though? guy? Can wait, we get into the wait, gun guy? Is that fair though? Like, I mean, no, I can tell I you that my friend talked to the him. guy, you know, <laughs> and the fucking guy was like, "Dude, it's really, really dangerous." Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what he was going through? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. That's yeah, but terrible. but but it, but it's a it's a reality with this conspiracy stuff because all of a sudden it takes on a life of its own. You got a bunch of amateur sleuths who are drawing all the symbolism, and they See, go, "He's a pedophile." Now he's got to answer all these questions. It, I mean, but so Brian, this is what, what I object to. Doing, dude, is not letting you talk. There's so much on Elephantus's Instagram that is so shady. Okay, Sam. So he puts all that stuff on Instagram, and you're looking at it, it's all shady and creepy. So now you're so so that's very interesting that you're drawing conclusions. You just got banned for people saying so assuming what you were saying is subversive. You just complaining but about Brian, it at the beginning of this. Brian, Fucking individually though, if you take a look at me, I don't have all these connections. So you're saying Elephantus is a pedophile? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm saying Elephantus is shady as shit. Okay. I'm saying if it wasn't politicized, I think anybody would have questions if it didn't get politicized. And it's unfortunate that there was harassment. See, those are the schizos. Those same people that harass someone like that is the same people that harass the Sandy Hook parents. It's the same people that ended up being the QAnon. That's the problem uh, with right? this stuff. I know. And that's the issue is where did questions suddenly become violence? Because there's this minority group of people that went ahead. It's people like Sam, actually. <laughs> it's people like Sam who are saying that Pizzagate's real. Sam's saying Pizzagate's real and he's saying Alphonse is a shady as shit. Just saying that with no evidence because there's some right. symbolism. Brian all has of a sudden it's like, it's like, it's like Brian, oh, okay. Brian, where are the children? has been talking for 10 minutes. You've jumped them every single time. I'm asking questions. Time. So keep going well, about, okay, so, so right? what is the final yeah. conclusion for you? Not final there conclusion. Is. He hasn't yeah, even no, presented his case. Yeah, he has. And here's the thing there if, to have a final conclusion would also be part of the problem that you're putting forth here, because we can't present a final conclusion if we don't have anything but circumstantial evidence. All we have is questions that nobody is addressing and, in fact, get quite angry at when we ask them. My question would be if you had a lawyer that was on the record as working for an orphanage 
right, that someone abducted children from, would you want to even be related to that? I, I, I would kind of distance myself from that. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere close. Doesn't matter. I can answer that question for you. So you asked the question, right. I'll answer that question. So yeah, what, yeah. what happens is when you, and I have experience with this too, what happens when you, um, you hire a lawyer right. is, is, and I hired a, a, a high, a big lawyer. You have absolutely, absolutely no idea what they have, who they've represented. And the reason right. you don't have any idea is because you don't really do that research. What you do is you go, I want the best who has experience. Yeah, fair. And so what yeah. happens is you, you, you know, if, if you were to look at the lawyer I hired, they've tried, they've handled some, as I found out later, because they had a great reputation because they were recommended by someone else. They have, a right. they, they, they've handled some people that in my opinion were probably Anytime you have a huge, huge law firm, they're going to represent right. people because they make so much money that are, you know, if you looked into it, are not going to be that reputable. Okay. Sure. Um, no, that makes and, perfect sense. So, well, so, so, dude, so, but all lawyers do that, right? Oh, and dude, there's I no, got there's no law buying firm. drugs off a hooker. Right. Okay. Garagos's fucking people go. represent. But, but, bro. So that, that but, I was just trying to answer that question. No, that makes sense. The only thing I want to delineate here is um, it, it wasn't that he represented anyone, because I agree with you. I mean, lawyers are going to represent everyone. That's their job. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who. Yeah, I completely understand. It's just that this was public record, like who he worked for. He didn't represent these people. He was on the board of directors for, for the same orphanage. And so was his father. So he ran. So I guess that, okay. So he ran yeah, that, the so orphanage. He was, right. He ran the orphanage. You know, lost a bunch of children. Um Ran, ran, kind of, ran, ran, and being on the board is very, very different. Very different. You, that could be true. That yeah. could be true. I guess my very point different. is, is so that be he careful didn't represent what, someone. He was on the board. But of do you see, Brian? Like it's always like, wow! I just can't believe. Maybe it just didn't go that way. Every and I time guess people didn't see it, you know, and that's fine if they didn't see it. It's just that I don't know how many times I have Let to me, see people not now, seeing it. Now, memory hold. Do you can we get into something about the shooter of the thing? Do you have any information sure. on him? So the only thing with the shooter is right here is Edgar Madison Welch. Number one, he fell for the schizo side of things. And in fact, I felt an artificial push. There was a group of fucking people at the beginning that came in and started talking about this nonsense about eating babies in the basement. They're, they're doing all this in the basement and this, that, the other thing. And he was one of those individuals that apparently fell for that push, whether it's authentic or an unauthentic push, right? He went in with the gun and he shot the hard drive of the uh, <laughs> website, right? Or excuse me, the, the computer system of, of Comet Ping Pong. Now, his father goes back to Haiti, right? And has something to do with all of that. Um, and something to do? About that. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. was his organization? Our was Orphans like for Haiti, right? Yeah. It was Habitat yeah, it for the something. Orphans of Haiti, which was funded yeah. by who? The Kling Global Initiative. Yeah. And it goes. And that's the issue is there's a lot to do with Haiti. And we keep going back to Haiti in these situations. Memory hold. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. Yeah. The, sure. the guy who came in with a gun and shot right. his gun was at it was it an AR-15 at what? Yeah. OK. Is that so. a rational? A is that AR. a rational? Uh, is that a rational response? He's at in jail what? right what now. Do you no, dude? Right. What do you shoot? So no, we'd say he's, he's not. We'd say this guy. is not a stable person. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair? Not a stable person. When Jack Ruby shot. What's that? He fell for basement babies. Okay, he so so basement like babies guy walks in and shoots, and now what we're trying to do is when when we draw a connection with his dad, what we're actually saying, what what Sam is alluding to here, right. is that yeah. that this was that he was oh directed to do it by somebody else. 
No, I didn't say that. No, he's not saying that. Okay, so I'm saying that, dude. Here we are, yet another connection, Brian. That you're fucking writing off. What is that? What does that connection mean? That his father works for the Clintons. So his father had him go in there and shoot that. Brian, can you say that if we're seeing a consistent theme, Brian, is it outside the fucking reality that there's possibly some? Now, didn't this guy get a, 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 a have a case against him a week or two before with a hit and run? Yeah, he hit a girl with his car. I think oh, he's a DW. Good guy. <laughs> I know. I know. As you said, he's not. So he's it's not a probably guy. most likely that this was a very unstable human being who that fell for be. basement I, I babies. So. Yeah, who fell for yeah. basement babies, came in and yeah. shot the place up. What right, I object right. to is Sam saying this was a psyop, is what he's really saying. His dad was connected to the Clintons and to babies. Are you saying that his right. dad isn't connected and, to the Clintons? And, and, and a lot, of, a lot of people are connected to the Clintons in DC. Okay. A lot in DC, in DC. Oh, but now, now, all of a sudden, what we're doing, guys, is we're drawing all these connections. And what we're really saying is you're guilty by association. And then what we're saying is that if you're not guilty by association, we're going to have to harass you until you are. Oh my And so the God, conspiracy bro, theory yeah. here with Sam is Sam thinks all of these people without any evidence, he's saying, well, I see a connection. Therefore, this guy who is a shooter, who came in with a gun, somehow is working for the higher Okay, ups. Brian. So Brian, That's Brian, what Brian, 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 Brian. First of all, and they great, shot the computer. First of all, so there's no evidence. First of all, Brian, all the all the evidence was on that computer great in, the, sneakers, in the pizza great place. Sneakers, yeah, okay? no, thank you. Great sneakers. Thank you. All right. Thank you. First of all, great I wore sneakers. Them for this. Okay. But, but second of all, yeah. Brian. So now we have a lawyer connected to the to Haitian orphanages representing fucking Elephantus, whose name in French is means loves of chi- loves love of children. What? Yeah, it's pretty close. Just co- yeah, yeah. It's right? close. No, so I speak. I speak it. French. No, it doesn't. What does no, it, it doesn't. Alphantis. Uh, if you're saying enfant, enfant means children. Okay. Oh, 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 oh man, Alphantis sounds more I like Italian. Love Brian, so much. Listen. So, now so, you're, so you're now saying Brian, his name? Stop, his name? Stop, now. Brian, stop. Brian, and we haven't even gotten into his creepy ass Instagram. Okay. So then, Brian, you have this guy who's lawyer who owns a pizza shop down the street called Best of Pizza. In the pizza logo, Brian, is fucking uh is the boy is the boy love symbol that was later taken down. So this lawyer that has a pizza shop down the street from the place where everybody thinks pizza's going down is James Alphonsus's lawyer, okay, who is on the board of a fucking orphanage that had some shit going down. Right. Haiti, okay, and then and he eats cheese pizza too, Brian. Then, then you'd then, be the Brian, worst detective of all time. Brian, you Brian, would be the worst no, fucking Brian, detective. Brian, Sam would catch no one. Brian, Sam is the worst detective. Brian, of all. You, and then there's a pizza thing. Brian, and Haiti, you you're would drawing, be the worst. You're drawing DA because you would never bring charges up. Because you'd be like, no, there's not enough here to prosecute. Listen, so well, what's up? what about that Doctor Pizza guy? You remember him? Yeah, you remember but him Brian, listen, memory hole, memory listen, hole. You've gone down this rabbit hole. Is there anything in this where you would, where you would, where you would bring charges? Stop, Brian. Just. I just want to get you that this is all coincidence. So the lawyer who I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, was also in charge, also in charge of the department of, uh, to stop child sex trafficking in the U S government. If I'm correct, he, he, he was, there was, 
Yeah, I don't remember that specific part. Specific yeah, Sam part. coming okay. up with like, oh, Sam coming up oh, making oh, up shit. Just, he's that, not saying, Sam's yeah. always making up like, and on top of that, no, he was in charge of the, <laughs> of the <laughs> Bureau <laughs> of Exploited <laughs> Children. Like, oh, God. God. Boy, but just correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. So the lawyer, which owns a pizza shop down the street. No, the lawyer doesn't own the pizza shop. Yeah, he does. He owns a pizza shop, okay? Stop, Brian. He owns a pizza shop down the street. God forbid. the pizza that has a pedophile symbol. Just hear me out, Brian. Oh, my God. Is also on the board right. of a of a Haitian orphanage. Oh they got busted for fucking uh, child sex trafficking. Okay, and the guy who shot up comic peep. Ping pong, bro. Father works for an organization that works with Haitian orphanages that is funded by the Clintons now, and then the lawyers' fucking orphanage, the the Haitian, the, the lawyer the worst, that is on the, the board of the Haitian he's the orphanage. Worst, he's the worst go dot connector. Uh, I get what you're you lose. He gets a D for dot connecting dots. Like it's <laughs> no, the worst right. dot connector of all time. Just, I'm never gonna, wait, you're just I'm explaining never gonna, away. Wait, memory hole. Take, take us, take us home, Brian. Take us home. Let to conclude anything. That would be wrong to do. And when you say, Brian, you're, you're not like off base and saying, where's the evidence? No, the issue is, the issue is, <laughs> there's a difference between circumstantial, right? And there's a difference between things that stand in court, forensic, where's the kids? I vibe with that 100%, which yeah. is why I try to go across the board and at least explain why people think the way they do. Sure. And there, I, there is a real problem with people that decide to harass these people but the issue is if you disagree with gravity existing there's not going to be like a rabid group of gravity deniers storming storming something well there right? are flat it's earthers like who this... do but yeah i know you say <laughs> well, yeah. yeah you got me there that's true yeah but i guess my brian still that, believes like, january all... 6 was one of the worst days in american history <laughs> no i do not go on no, i do not go on no, no, I do no. Not. brian's yeah. like 9 11 january no. 6 no it's so it's so close no i do not no i do not but go on i'm just saying that like you know i i've just never seen and although there are those like really unfortunate cases with that fucktard edgar madison welch walking into the comet ping pong right with all of these people that really just lose their minds from it you know but that doesn't delineate that doesn't like bring the questions down a notch that doesn't just because someone acts on those questions in an inappropriate way violent or otherwise doesn't disregard the legitimacy of the question so where are now, you with all these questions though like hey, have on, you done your research you like, end this, if, Brian, I, if i put you adding endless hordes of people that don't look into it themselves. listen yeah. listen listen memory hold do you know anything about alephantis's instagram yeah, yeah. So Can I you, mean, the thing about Alephantis is they said that it was his godchild on the Instagram right now. Once again, with his Instagram, we see these innuendos, right? So number one, one of his friends, okay, a good friend of his, bring up his, Instagram. his profile on Instagram, referred to himself as a pedophile just out out in the open. Um, lots of sexual innu innuendo towards children. They also have the usage of yet another confirmed code word from the 1970s uh pedophile movement back at the you know nambla days which is chicken you can look this up they aired this to okay. look it up chicken lovers and chicken hawks i don't know if you have a computer in front stop, of you stop right so, there don't move yeah. don't yeah. move who is that in now in his in his social media uh instagram profile pic who is that statue guy well, we don't know if that's right. actually him we don't yeah, know it is no, him. we do it's confirmed yeah so that is confirmed we found the exact museum it was in let me see if i could pull that up myself that's it that's it that's called a kuros which is a young boy 
in Greek. Right. The, right. So as a folk, as an avatar, I want someone to represent me, like you know, my online persona as the, the as the stable of pedophilia in the Western world, right? If that's actually if his account, which it I don't think it is. It is his account, Brian. Yes, it okay. is. Yeah. Brian, okay, let's go to it. fantasy yeah. land. Let's just say that is his account. Is that creepy, Brian? So 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 a lot of gay men that I know <laughs> that Kuros was more of like a it was like the, in Greece. So in Greece, if you if you read the dialogues, Plato and Socrates, it was all it was all basically Dude, like, you're like Jeffrey they Dahmer's even say, mom. Let's go home. Right? Let's go home. Drink some wine. Let's go home and right. drink some wine and have sex with some young boys. That's kind of what it was, right? Okay. And in Greece, that was considered you know so homosexuality in Greece back in ancient Greece was pretty much but they were fucking young was boys. Acceptable. That is yeah. a young boy right. symbol, right? Acceptable. Brian. So so in a lot of so in a lot of like in a lot of like you'll see this. It's really funny. At least in the nineties <laughs> and the early two thousands, a lot of like. A lot of uh, you, you'd go and you'd see like um, a lot of architecture, a lot of interior design was somewhat right. Roman, and you'd see that with it was like in in the circles it was always like well that's pretty that's that tends to be probably a gay man who feels more you know he, he's bringing Rome into his house you know All not right. a pedophile right. but a gay person <laughs> so <laughs> so that that's, so so let me get this right Elephant is gay right is he he's not married right no he's. No, queer you are correct. Shit. Yeah, he is a gay yeah, man. Very, yes, yeah, he's he a, a very gay, gay man. man. So, so that's okay. a good point, right? So yeah. maybe an understanding of something has changed over the time, but when you look that person up, right, who yeah. that individual was, it doesn't change the fact that that's what it used to stand for. And a person living in modern times, that is no longer acceptable. Yeah. Decided not to move past that and but use that in memory. Hold this is this is the thing that I'm I'm kind of I would like to ask you about. Sure. When I think about when I think about Pizzagate. Whether right. this guy Elephantis is gay and had sex with, you know, younger dudes, I don't, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about him. But <laughs> what the the idea, but the rumor was that Pizzagate, what they're in that comet pizza shop, there was a basement where they were holding children. And in fact, the guy who came in and shot the place up said, Where are the children? You know, he was looking right. for kids. So what I'm what I'm know, seeing, Brian? what I'm seeing with this QAnon Brian, stuff. There? No, what I'm seeing with this QAnon stuff and all that is that that is really what people are doing they go there's a sex trafficking i want to talk about that brian a, real quick before you get into this james alfantis translates to i love children go on memory no, no that's not true yes it it, is. it's not true it's ridiculous I got, to say I that what you're so so what 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 i what i what essentially what i want what i what i what i think that people were talking about was that pizzagate was and 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 if you look at the QAnon thing that Primarily Democrats or left-wing politicians and left-wing followers are, and, and the money behind it, there is a satanic, there is a Satan-worshipping right. pedophile ring that drinks the blood of children and all that stuff, okay? Yeah. And that is where yeah. that is where the emails with spirit cooking came along and Podesta and his art and all that. That's right. what people are looking at. And that is sure. really what gained traction in the QAnon group and 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 then Trump was supposed to come along and arrest all these people and yeah. break up the pedophile ring, but he didn't and no, he got pushed no. out. Okay. So then, so, so that's really what, when I think of Pizzagate as a layman who doesn't follow this stuff, that's what I, and I think a lot of other people were hearing about. And that's where we went. Well, if that's the case, please show me where are these children? And then be like, well, they're taking them from Haiti or they're taking them from Brazil. Does right. child exploitation go on? Absolutely. Are there pedophiles everywhere? Absolutely. Is child right. pornography on the dark web a t disaster? Absolutely. But 
it's not that pedophilia doesn't exist and it's not that child pornography and awful things are done to children doesn't exist. The larger thing was, where is this Satan worshiping group of elites, usually on the left, that are running everything. Not true, dude, but uh, uh, George Bush was a pedophile too. Okay, so all of these, so Sam has all these names of this elite group of Satan worshiping slash Nazi loving child killer slash vampires. Okay, that's really what, that's what we hear. And that's kind of what they want. So if we, you guys started off the conversation with the consolidation, the centralization of big tech, as well as the media, right? And how they can sort of, they're coalescing and they're able to get a narrative out pretty effectively, right? And they're usually pretty consistent. As you said, uh, Fox is, you know, directly on the right side and it's just that always, right? And then CNN is always on the left side and it's all that always. So you can see very clearly how they can get a narrative like that out there. It's basically taking questions, reasonable ones that people had, and then just injecting it with steroids and it all of a sudden turned into them eating kids in the basement of a pizza shop right then. And it's only that guy's fault and it's only him. Therefore, he he suddenly became the spokesperson of it. And the entire thing, all the connections that, you know, there is a lot more, as I said, you know, and you have to dig deep into it because all they want you to think is that ridiculous nonsense. And as I said, there was a real battle at the very beginning of this between the more reasonable people. And as much as you might not agree with this, I am more of the reasonable people because I'm not saying I know for a fact that these people are evil, you know, satanic worshipers. I just point to why people are asking those questions. And unfortunately, the schizos won out on these forums at the beginning. There was an active battle between focusing on this lowly pizza shop guy who really isn't a lowly pizza shop guy. You should be more proud about the multi-million dollar art deals he brokers and stuff like that but you know it fissured you know it split into two groups and the one group ended up becoming QAnon, you know and the other group like me are left kind of out in the wind still getting banned still just not able to even ask the questions you know the ones that don't want violence the ones that aren't even really partisan you know like I'm but not so then as a reasonable a guy in this space would you scale yeah. let's do probabilities do you buy into the fact that we are being run by an elite group of Satan worshiping pedophiles? Does, is there, from all your research, is there a more than 50% possi- probability that there are a group of people like that with a great deal of power pulling the strings or, or less than 50%? And if there are, how many are there? So that's that's a really good question. I don't know what the percentage is. I will say that I was surprised to find that there does seem to be an underlying ideology that I had never heard about, right? You go back to the classic Bohemian Grove type of worship work. Very clearly, that's a type of ideology or a religious worship that, you know, the normal person may never have had a clue at. Now, whether that's something nefarious or malicious, we don't know, but they certainly wanted to sort of keep that a secret for a little while until it was revealed, right? Unfortunately, by a name that is no longer allowed to be spoken out loud. And if you're associated with him, you're cast out. And that's a real shame because there is something to be said. There. You know, there is a re- yes. And, and there is a shame because it's like they, they do do that. They did make it a point. It is very important to them. Now, to say that they're sacrificing, yeah, it, there, it is interesting that there is a mock sacrifice, the cremation of care that happens. Now, that's so let's take this as a microcosm. 
That is where the question comes in. Then you get the people that take it super far without a super amount of evidence, put the steroids in it, and all of a sudden it turns into, without a doubt, everyone is a Satan-worshipping pedophile. Of course, not everyone is. In fact, it would probably be a minority, but we did see a lot of satanic imagery within this same group of people as well. Now there's casual Satanists. There's the satanic lodge that's casual. It's a typical, I don't know what you'd call it a religion. Let's just use that term. But, but most people, most of these people fine. tend to be atheists, to... don't they? I mean, the idea that it's, they believe yeah. in Satan is a really strange, like I know a lot of successful, wealthy people and they, they're primarily very atheistic. I mean, maybe well, they're Brian, spiritual, they but the idea that they, shit, are they going to tell you? No, are they going to be mean, like, Brian, I know I mean, we're playing tennis, Well, but, but have you tried this baby blood? Yeah, but think about that. Like, think about the think about the level of um, evil you'd have to have to take a child, yeah. terrify yeah. that child, and then drink its blood. Like, think about how. Think about how. I don't. As somebody with children, I actually can't think of anything worse. I really can't. I it is the worst. So, so if that's the case, we take the most heinous act of all time. That's kind of unspeakable, right? And there are there are serial uh, there are um, people who are FBI profilers who specialize in this kind of stuff, and it's really hard work, and a lot of them phase out, and it's just awful. Yeah. And, so we know that this unfortunately horrible crimes go on. Um, even one child is too many. Uh, God, I, we all, all of us shun to think of, of of what the real numbers are, right? We can't even think about it. But we do know that right. children get abducted. We do know this, that there are there are deeply perverted, horrible, evil people out there, primarily Absolutely. men that do this with children and put themselves in positions when they can do it. But but it it, it does seem that... Um, as hein that is such a heinous crime that it's usually done on an individual level. We do know that there are mm. pedophile rings, though. We know that. Right. Uh, they trade imagery on the dark web and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we've brought this into our politics and we've brought this into, and it's primarily, it's primarily right versus left. It's primarily yeah. right-wing people who are like Trump supporters saying that the left does this. It's always been used as a weapon in one way or another in different countries. So I, I, I still am waiting for the actual arrests and evidence because I have a feeling no matter where you are in the FBI or CIA, you don't like people that torture and drink the blood of children. Most yeah. of us. And it Most shouldn't of be us. politicized. This isn't a political issue. And that's the, the biggest shame of it all. Well, is, I'm asking is, you if, it, if it's an actual issue. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys are looking, oh, okay. you guys are looking into all this stuff and right. you're finding kind of like these symbols in your, but we haven't found the children, have we? We haven't actually haven't found the, we don't know. There are women know. who have come forward, multiple women come forward. They're women. They They're women. I'm talking about children. I'm talking about children. Well, I mean, Brian, not all the children are allowed to come forward. I mean, that's sad to say. I understand, but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that. What? If no, there was I, a, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah no, it, I you, don't. You think it would be strikingly obvious, right? But that's just not the case, right? Because these people elude law enforcement for a very long time. And I'm not even saying they necessarily sure. are, right? And it's not my job to do that, by the way. So the question of where are the children, that's not up to me. My question is, my job is just sort of to articulate the questions. And then maybe someone gets interested that does have the capability to say, nah, dude, you know, 
good call, but you're actually- Do you ever feel, you ever feel like, Memory Hole, that you're wasting a lot of time doing this, though? I just- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. hey, no, memory hold. I'm all, sorry man. for that. No, that, no, that I don't mean it that way. I don't mean it that way. No. I mean, do you okay. ever feel like you might be looking for something that's not there? That's what I mean. Well, yeah, but you know, that does come up. But I think that the same goes for, think about people that look for things that aren't there for an actual living, right? I mean, there's a lot of UFOs investigations and all that. that go on with Brian's uh, work, law enforcement. When he works out, he's FBI. looking for his youth. That's gone. People spend years of formal of formal investigating of all sorts of things as an actual law enforcement agent only to find out that their lead didn't play out. Sure. Or, and that was years. Right. So no, I'm not like a professional investigator or anything like that. I uh, well, a better question to me, a better question should have been, as you look into this, like you've been doing this for a long time, do you find yeah. that a lot of times because the case runs cold that you're like, that, that you're like, well, maybe there isn't anything here or, or, or as you do more research, are you more emboldened or are you more discouraged? So as time goes on, it sort of remains stagnant. However, I do find myself debunking a lot of things that come up that are new. Okay. And I find I find that to be productive. That's truly what I find to be productive. Give me an example of, me, of what you what you feel to be like something that you've heard and then you just didn't find any evidence. So I'll give you one thing. <laughs> uh, a lot of the QAnon stuff where I try and, and I'm not trying to shit on those guys because I know there's some overlap, but let's just be honest here. The idea that they just let's hang on two more weeks. Daddy Trump is going to save us all this. Yeah, that, for sure. Thing. And it might even be a waste of time to try and convince those guys. But I feel good when I say, guys, manage your expectations. There, there's no one out. There's no magical man that's going to save you from all of this when you can't even prove that all of this is real. So that's why I feel good. Have you heard of sigil that, magic? That's a good answer though. That's a good answer. Remember? Have you heard of sigil yeah. magic? No, I've heard, no, I don't know actually. That's, I don't know what it is. That's the basically the, the belief that in the occult, they will tell you what they're doing through clues and, and symbolism. And if you don't stop them, karmic, karma wise, right. that's on you, not on them. That's how they deal with this stuff. So, so what I look at when and you go back to old Tim fall hats before the 2020 election, I said <laughs> Q could easily be them telling everything they're going to do and they don't give a shit because they're going to get rid of everything, which is kind of the great reset and all that stuff, destroying all these businesses and all that stuff. But there's also something to sigil magic, which is they're telling you every stitchel magic in that they're telling you everything. And when nothing gets taken care of it just lowers our frequency we get the press that you know that good doesn't triumph over evil and that to me is so much of what's going on in what i call this haunted house we live in or it's memory hold looking into this and realizing because you seem like a pretty rational dude that's why I'm, i mean you know and and yeah. or or you're looking at it and going you know a lot of this stuff just isn't okay so let's isn't ask play, the question isn't playing you know playing out and and that's that's and i and i and it's interesting and i'm I, i'm encouraged to hear you say that did you did you because i just read behold the pale horse oh don't even oh great yeah and, I, and I, I, gotta, listen, I, I like that yeah. yeah but i gotta tell you oh, i mean i and i, this I will read let it, you know what you're dealing with I, but I, on, I read it and this guy this guy bill cooper when 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 he and i and some of the experts were so unbelievable like the guys talking about how aliens how the elite in the government have have made a deal with aliens to essentially oh, enslave the world. And I'm mm. going, 
wow, is this guy out of his fucking mind. Brian, and some of the stuff yeah. you read about, and I, it's I the order of the snake. Show. And then in the end of the book, what's hilarious it, to get himself out of it, and later on in his life, he started to say this. He goes, you know what? This whole alien story, it was actually put there to as a head fake because right. the elites want you to actually be worried about UFOs and aliens and not us. The, what he fails to realize is that people like me never bought the alien story in the first place. And also, right. this guy has all this information. He got privy to Why? all this information, including the Just protocols of the elders. you could go more retarded. And, and, and he got all this information. Wait, there's more. On a boat when he was in Vietnam as a naval intelligence officer. <laughs> oh, like, God, oh stop. my God. Memory hole, I wasted your time so today. Did you? No, I wasted not a waste of time your time. All, man. I see the thing is I'm not super I'm not an expert on Bill Cooper but you know it's funny Brian don't, that you bring don't, this up don't though, let him taint you with Bill Cooper wanna, Bill Cooper no, no, was no. a real American hero oh my god this dude I, well, plays fucking tennis okay well, he's a let garbage me, let me, man uh, put this in perspective here so this you might actually find interesting <laughs> and a so I agree that the one thing sounds really outlandish right the we made deals with aliens and this that the other thing yeah. okay you could put that in the the crazy box just for the sake of argument sure okay? um, um, but what I found interesting was his conversation in June of 2001, where he, did you hear this? I where did. He just straight up said Osama bin Laden is planning a terrorist attack. Yes. And if something happens. No, 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 no. He said, he, say? he said, there's going to be a giant terrorist attack and they're going to blame it on Osama bin Laden. I found that a little interesting because on one hand, Brian, you have that crazy outlandish stuff. And then here I am in 2021 listening to something he recorded in june and not only was it an attack but it was the largest on u.s soil and those are the things i'm not going to say i don't have any conclusions i just have a hard time reconciling well so i i don't i don't and i'll tell you why because i remember i remember that and i I saw that with bill cooper i did all my research on him lately and what's funny about that is that is that i remember this so well you know who else was saying that a lot of other people, including the CIA, yeah, well, that Osama dedicated a whole wing to Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda because we True. knew that they were, tra- after the Kobar Towers and the USS Cole and the Kenya and Tanzania Embassy, we knew these motherfuckers were trying to do something very big. So it's not right, like Bill right. Cooper was that prescient. I was saying that. Brian, you were not <laughs> I was, saying that. I was. You were not Dude, saying I that, for the CIA. Brian, in the June of 2001, you were not going around as you were playing Fucking some butt buddy on Oz. I wasn't talking about butt buddy. fucking Osama bin Laden. You're making me a power bomb again, you son you of a bitch. So full of Where shit. are my poppers? <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, uh, dude, shit. great wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. This is awesome. Memory. Memory. Old. Memory. Old. Uh, I'm just going to say sorry you'll never get this hour back of your life. Brian, no, you tried. No, he was tried. awesome. Okay. You, you were awesome. Mary you and I are like, it. this was necrophilia. We are yeah. fucking the dead over here. <laughs> the dead. And he just, we can't, and we just can't get any life into Me- this. Memory hold. Uh, are you or are you not a conspiracy theorist? And if you are, what does that mean? So I guess I'm more of a coincidence theorist. I'm more of a question asker. I've never liked the term conspiracy theorist because it admit, immediately brings about the stigma of exactly the the grievances that you aired on this show, which I, believe it or not, we probably agree on a lot in terms of our disdain for the people that go way out of the left field and don't have anything to base that on. I'm trying to bring a breath of fresh air to this. And at least, at least, even if nothing plays out necessarily, that's not my point. My point isn't to necessarily prove the 100% existence of this. I'm not a law enforcement officer. I'm not a forensic analyst. I am trying to bring question asking back to a state where it's okay to ask 
questions. Even if there are people that act on those questions in a bad way, questions are the basis of all innovation, of all discovery. And as soon as we demonize questions, who knows what people can get away with? Who knows what people can get away with? If we stop asking questions, as even if they're outlandish, look, the idea of gravity used to be outlandish one day. If no one asked questions about why the world works, we would be living in the dark. And so let me, let me ask you this. Dude, Where, I got breaking bad news. What dude. happened? Norm MacDonald died. Oh. Wait, what? Norm MacDonald died. Oh. Are you fucking... No, dude. You, are dude, you serious? that's so unbelievably tragic. Oh, bro. man. What an end of the goddamn... I love Norm, man. Yeah, dude. It's so like I, super tragic, man. Jesus Christ. I, I, what I, a, I had some good conversations with Norm. I was about to say, goddamn, man. Are, wow. Fuck, rest in peace, Norm. How did he die? I don't know. Heart I haven't attack? heard that, man. Shit. Fuck. I cannot believe Norm MacDonald died. I'm sorry. Are we sure? Private battle with cancer. Oh, he had a battle with cancer. God, no. God damn it. Man. He was he Rest was he was such a fucking good guy, man. Dude, he was such a wild one, dude. He was. Uh, he was, I was he just was. reading about him the other day. He was 61 years old. Just the other day. Fuck, what man. kind of cancer was it? Do we know? Uh, I'm going to look this up too. Wow, oh, man. What a real uh, wild one, man. There'll never guy. be a normal. So 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 I'm sorry to, I want to just wrap this up and I, and sure, God rest yeah. in peace, but that's an example of news that we do trust because we know he's dead, right? Where, where, right. where do you get your news? I mean, so for a guy like you who doesn't trust mainstream media and, and I want to know what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis, what, what do sure. you tell people if they want to, like, where, where, what are the trusted sources of news for, for someone like you? So the primary sources, and I'll tell you, I don't ignore all mainstream media at all. I read the news every day, actually, just like you. But what I do is when they cite sources, when they give numbers, when they say that this is fake or false, this sure. is fake news, this is real, I then go to that person's uh, social media. I then go to the stats page. I then go, and then I make sure that they're telling the truth. And right. it was only with the pizza stuff, which you know, I know I can't get everyone on board, and I don't even know what I'm trying to get people on board for. I guess just be more friendly and open to the idea of asking questions like that, even if they're outlandish. Mm -hmm. I saw that they were being disingenuous about it. And to be honest, that was the first time I ever questioned it because, you know, uh, there was media saying there was no basement, but I found an interview about him saying there was a basement. So I don't know. That's Let me ask I you finally this. Would you say also that like, so we know that big tech and that, and most mainstream media, just as an example, and, and like, so the well, LA times, New York times, Washington post, uh, mm -hmm. think tanks, uh, or the academia, the academic, uh, ideas that come out of a lot of our major universities like Harvard and Princeton and Yale, uh, and, and, and all that we know that there is a slant right we know that there yes. tends to be a very much a left-wing slant and they seem to be of one mind and then yeah. then i always feel like we have a lot of pushback from fox news and then just regular americans who are saying you're saying two plus two is four but they, you know i mean it's 16 but we all know it's four right so right. so there's this there's this trans agenda that kind of like biological men should be so do you, how much of this stuff how much of our disagreements and division in this country is really based on ideology which would be left versus right which has been going on since the beginning of time collective right. versus individual right how much of it is that and are you and me and all of us and especially guys in your space who are asking questions how much of it are uh, are you a victim and i would say i am too to 
to that sort of um, pushback? Are you a victim to right. the idea that we do feel overwhelmed? I'm not a fucking right wing hard. I'm just a middle of the road guy. But when I feel like there's this far left agenda taking over, it really scares me. Right. Yeah. So, no, so me I always wonder how much of a victim I am to my paranoia and my fear, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I think we're all victims to that uh, to a degree. And I think it's now entering this new world of information technology, not the first one we already entered. This is a new world. This is a new world run by the technology companies that are putting us through an echo chamber. We're all being put into our own individual echo chambers yep. where our own biases are confirmed on a daily basis. We only are exposed to things we believe in. We're not exposed to the opposing end of the aisle. We're being uh, emasculated or more like, uh, that's not the right word. Just Made to be ability. insignificant, right? Invisible, yes. voiceless, right. Precisely. silent. Voiceless, and we're all turning into one voice just as they are congealing, the technologies are congealing to make us that way. We are becoming that way in ourselves and we're losing the ability to see what's true and what's false. And you're on the right track with saying, I think that is Don't encourage him. why people are going, you know, way out into left field, you know, with, with certain things. And I feel like that, is where I come in, in the sense of the, I'll show you how I came to this conclusion, whether it means anything or not, I'll at least show you. I'll show you how I got there. I don't just talk out of my ass, you know? I'll debunk the shit that I know is false. I'll stick to my guns about what I you know, know is true, whatever that truth means. But yes, we're all victims. They want us, in my opinion, they want us divided. They want us divided. They well, when do we stop asking questions about certain things though, right? Like when you get to a point where you're out of questions or that nobody's answering them, yeah. When do you move on? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I feel like if we move on, we put ourselves in troublesome territory because the, aside from what I ask questions about, and by the way, it's a shame that this is our sort of uh, first conversation with each other. We'd actually probably agree on quite a lot, by the way, like yeah. outside of this type I of agree. stuff, just I based agree. on my, you know, your work that I've seen. But um, if we, God forbid, we don't ask questions about something that actually deserves to be questioned. Yeah. That's the day I'm scared of. Do you do you That's think do you I'm think that of. there is a cuz I think that really we are we are uh, we are breaking into factions and that everything is so decentralized that none of us know where to hit. And it's like yeah. that great throat uh, statement, I see men everywhere hacking at the branches of evil while none are hitting yeah. the root. And yes. so yeah. And, and I, none of us know where the fuck the root is because the root right. might very well be just a bunch of branches and branches. And in some ways, that's the first time in history. It used to be there was a king. It used to be there was like the president had a lot of power. You know what I mean? There was a central, like the Politburo in, in the, you know, in the Soviet Union. We knew where the sure. center of evil was sort of or the center yes. of power was, I should say. And, and that seems to be going away now. And so, yeah. you know. I, I think that's my frustration is the idea that I just don't know. I, I sometimes I feel like there's this uh, octopus. There's this Hydra that's, yeah. that is really taking over our reality. And I agree with you 100%. That's, I think that's the only way to explain it. And I think as they gain more control, whoever this is, the very fact that things are congealing into one and there is a legit or not a legit but, but is it, what, singular what, narrative, yeah, you know, that is indicative to me that there's a reason that it's only one narrative, because if this truly was millions of dissident voices or, or differing voices actually saying their piece, the world would be a much different place in the sense that we'd be bombarded nonstop with different opinions. There wouldn't be a slant. To but is, is there yeah. to you, is there, is there, having said that, and we agree on that, it to you, is there a 
an Illuminati? Is there a Bilderberg group? Is there a trilateral oh, there commission? There is a Bilderberg group. It's open. I think you're known. saying though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are so, you saying there right. are there secret societies? Well, not that there are secret yeah. societies. <clears throat> is there a group of international bankers? The 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 Order of the Snake, the the right. the Club of Rome. Are these are the? Do you really CFR. think that there are groups of people that are controlling everything? And is that possible? You know, I, yeah, that's a good question. I never used to believe in it. That was one of the things that I always used to laugh at. I used to just just write it off, just three shot Kobe Bryant. But nowadays, I question it a little bit more. And it's not because I've fallen for 4chan blog posts or, or Reddit online things. I, I looked at the history. There's There's strong events in history that indicate that there's a common reoccurring group of individuals that seem to be related or connected to each other that seem to be driving a singular narrative and have conglomerated increasing amount of control, whether that starts with our currency. If you grab a hold of currency, you're able to, you know, it doesn't quite matter what you're, what people say after that, if you control currency, but, I mean, but, but they are, know, they, but aren't, aren't, aren't we, aren't they losing control of concern, currency with cryptocurrency? Yeah, it's being really decentralized, However, right? But that's where the centralization of cryptocurrency comes. There's really no element, as long as we don't question people, as long as we don't scrutinize things, or in other words, as long as we remain in the dark, these people will be able to prevail uh, with really little to no resistance. Because the only resistance anyone is feeling is not them, it's it's us fighting each other. It's who's the next president in four or eight years, right? It's, it's always going to be that as opposed to just seeing that, I don't know if these people are dressing up in robes and it's a singular group. I don't think it's that neat. I think it's factions of very powerful individuals that know each other, right? Or that are very tight or they cooperate or sure. they have mutual interests. Sure. And whether or not they're satanic pedophiles. Well, they don't need to worship Satan or wear robes. They it, can just have precisely. money is money is really the it's the uh, God, right? They money have so is much the, is money, real, so much power. Yeah. I got jam, dude. And Sam, yeah, no, Sam cool. cannot get. He does. He's afraid to go deep, dude. Oh, what is Sam's afraid to go deep? I'm trying. Right when time. we're digging deep and we're past the first level of granite, this guy gets. And I'll tell you something about him. He's. I don't trust him. And I got to tell you something else. I think this motherfucker's a plant. Your your knees start moving around. I can't stop oh, moving my legs. You dude. can't. Oh, you I got a jam. He's on his phone. There's something going on. Every oh, time man. we start getting deep and getting to the truth, Why memory hole. This motherfucker, you, you and I are getting deep and we're asking deep questions. They and shut he, it down. he goes, they talked about the bankers, shut it down. He's looking it around down. and he's doing this. I can't. I'm, I want to isolate this motherfucker and I want a, I want tape on this guy. And I want to see as you and I, I are going deep, he's legs. literally moving. His legs are, he's swimming. He's a fucking froggy. You fucking, you're a, you're a lizard motherfucker. He's a lizard. He's doing exactly what amphibians do. He was going like this. And he needs Ugh. to get in the water oh, because he Callen. can't breathe air like this. His gills you need to be hydrated. You're I love hydrated. you, dude. I would never do <laughs> that. He is a fucking psyop. Yeah, you're yeah. a plant and I don't trust you. And you and I are, are, are memory hold, I like you. You're a smart young man. You're a handsome kid. And, and you seem you. like a thoughtful guy son, and, a, and, a, and a fair-minded guy. And I, I really do. You can come back anytime. I love you're talking to you guys. You're welcome anytime. Uh, I sorry it, we wasted Brian. your time. We didn't you waste did his time. Waste it. No, we need this conversation. Look, me and people like you and I need to talk, especially on these contentious points, right? And that's okay. Because like I said, we probably agree on a lot, but 
the issue is that you delve into these woods, God forbid you get the curio- bit by the curiosity bug one day and really dive deep. Guarantee you're going to find a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of schizo nonsense. It's me. You got to go through can, people. Can like you me. come back? Uh, can you come back and give us here? Here's what I'd love. Give us a conspiracy or a, or something that you think is going on. That's not being reported by the mainstream news. And can you give us some evidence? Like, can you cite some, how you're drawing these conclusions so that we are more 50% more in that camp than otherwise. That That's a hard thing to do, but I'd love to have you come back and do that for us. Yeah. Because it's I fun. I think I can accept that challenge. That sounds reasonable enough to me, my friend. Yeah, it'd be great to do and it'd be run, fun. dude. Just it'd be run. Fun. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Hey, Don't ever we, come we need back. To, we need more save of this. your time. We need to do more of this. Sam, Sam's got to get back into his swamp. He's fucking clearly a lizard person. <laughs> and I, for the first time, realized that. And he, that's why he's so guarded of the idea that the Behold the Pale Horse was a big head oh, we'll fake. We'll get into that, Brian. He's a fucking <laughs> we'll alien. We'll get into that, You bro. fucking alien. Brian Callen. Memory old, where can they find you? You can find me on BitChute. I've been banned on every other platform. BitChute is where the main HQ do is. Do you want to be on Rockfin, dude? I just got a Rockfin, actually. So I am going to be starting producing material on Rockfin as well. It's just Perfect. under memory Welcome. Home. We're so crushing Rock- it on there. Oh, yeah. You guys are doing great on there. I've seen you guys on there. I've we been love it. Making it a point to watch on there. So yeah, um, Bit BitChute is the main HQ as of now. Rockfin is dormant, but it won't be for much longer. And then for live streams, dlive.tv slash memory hold. And for what Brian asked, to see that evidence-based investigation, or at least to see where I get this information from, just watch the live stream. All it is is me and my computer screen, and it's a ba- step-by-step basis of how I find this Hold information. You. Awesome. What's that? Yeah, You're 30. 30. So, okay. so is yep. Anthony. So is our producer. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, buddy. How come the youngest guy on this show talking is the most fucking adult? I just got to be honest. I don't know about that. I mean, my keep, God. Keep him, keep him away from our women, too. Keep him away from our women. He'll steal them. Dude, thanks for coming <laughs> out. We really steal do appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. It was a good conversation. You're a good Have man. A good You're a good man, buddy. We really, I really do appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Rest in peace, Norm McDonald. Yeah. We love you very much. Uh, there's nothing that you did that I didn't love, man. So rest in peace. He was bro. a good one, man. He, he was, was one of the good one. ones. Yeah. All right, guys. He was great. That was really great. Good guy.